Hello, I am Tawanda with Trucks and Bucks Podcast. Trucks and Bucks is powered by ELI Solutions. Our goal is to bring education, knowledge, resources, and limitless opportunity to the people in the trucking business, regardless of your role. This is a weekly podcast, and we are excited to bring you something that can help and inspire you along this journey. Also, you can connect with us at trucksinbuckspodcast.com. That is T-R-U-C-K-S, just in B-U-C-K-S, podcast.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to everyone listening to our show. And once again, this is Tawanda with Trucks and Bucks, as you heard, powered by ELI Solutions. And we are excited to be able to bring opportunity, information, resources to those that's interested in the trucking industry. Today on our show, we're talking about trucking opportunities. As everyone knows, the trucking business, in the transportation business rather, is definitely booming. And a lot of times people have said, hey, I'm really interested in trucks, but I really don't want to drive an 18-wheeler. You know what I'm saying? And it's so funny because we want to talk about opportunity. And the thing about opportunity is it does not go away. It just goes on to someone else. And guess what? The trucking industry has generated over $700 billion. That was according to um, something I read up in 2017. So guess what? It's 2020 right now, so we know the industry is definitely still growing. So what we want to talk about today is trucking opportunities. And the thing is, let's open this thing up, right, because we want to be able to see it from a lot of different angles. There's no one way to to do something or to look at something. And I guess the old saying, or what I'm used to hearing people say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I have Alexis and I have um, Yvette joining me on the show today. Not sure if they've made it here yet. If so, I want to say hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. And are you on the show already? Going once, going twice. Alexis, Yvette, are either one of you there? Hi, Hello, everyone. I am Alexis. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, doing all right. I know you got some background noise. I just want to say hello to you. And I'm going to put you back on mute because, oh, it's killing me. All right. Yvette, how you doing, lady? Are you there? All right, all right. I know you were in and out. Okay, you are there. Yeah, I just want to ask you two quick questions. I know you, you're, you're doing dinner over there. And right from the trucking industry, we're talking about different opportunity, right? The first thing I want to share with people, you know, let's, everybody knows, hey, you want to get in the trucking business, you need a CDL, and you get you a semi, which is an 18-wheeler. And some people are terrified of those big old trucks. And the funny thing, and I should have realized this before I did last night, my dad used to drive trucks. He used to drive trucks, um, the semis, for over 25 years. So I'm like, ah, oh, big guy, yeah. big trucks, and big bucks. But when he was doing it, it was not big bucks. <laughs> but um, in addition to just driving a semi, again, which is also an 18-wheeler, 
there's a lot of different other opportunities to get into the trucking business, and they don't all require CDL. So tell us about some of the um, driving opportunities that you know about, Yvette. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but we're going to kind of tag you for a second. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just, I, I mean, because I, I was actually looking at that piece, too, especially since I do not have a CDL. Um, I know they have the box trucks and um, the the sprinter vans. It just depends on the load size and, and, and who you get connected with and what you're trying to move. Absolutely. Uh, emphasis on box trucks, okay? If you want to start a trucking business and you are not interested in getting your CDL are driving something so huge, there are several options and opportunities. And she just mentioned two, driving a box truck. These box trucks are killing it, man. They're everywhere, just like these 18-wheelers. And even the Sprinter cargo van, even the ones, what's the ones called with the um, freezers? I guess it's a, maybe it's a box yeah. truck with a freezer. Mm-hmm. And guess the what? What about the hot shot? Yeah, I just saw a picture. I'm not quite sure what that is. I know I just saw a picture of it. I think it's the uh, is it like the the trucks with the dualies where you just connect it to a trailer? Was more like a ram. I I, I'm going to know in a few minutes, but I don't know. We're, we're learning together. <laughs> so so if you listen to our show and you're driving a hot shot, then get on our show and educate us about that. You know what I'm saying? What is it? <laughs> what does it look like? Why are you driving a hot shot? instead of a box truck or 18-wheeler? These are questions that I want to know, and Yvette does too. But what it says here is a hot shot trucking is a type of trucking that carries relatively smaller time-sensitive loads to accessible locations. Hot shot drivers are essentially Minutemen of trucking. Oh, wow. The Minutemen. Nice. And this is a really good analogy when a Minuteman is actually a good thing. Because normally when you think of. All right, that's mm-hmm. all, all right. All right. So think of a standard super <laughs> duper. Stop laughing at me yet. All right. Think of a, su- a standard super <laughs> duper pickup truck hauling farm equipment or appliances. So, you know what? You learn something new every day. So basically, a hot shot is more of a quick situation. Okay, so I'm looking at pictures. Sure. Um, looks like I see a, the hot shot. But you know what it looks like? It looks like an F-150. Well, one pitch looks like an F-150, okay. but kind of like cut in half or something, like a back, the lower back, like, and it, the trailer's on it. Um, when I was going up what? and down the road a lot, um, when I was going up and down the road from Ohio to uh, Florida, I saw a lot of those types of trucks pulling um, – the horse trailers. So I can imagine that might mm-hmm. be a place where you know those type of vehicles are definitely uh, high in demand uh, to, to get those horses around from different spots. Okay, you know, and that's funny you mentioned that because guess what? I, when I looked it up, I see a hot shot um, driving um, a trailer, like a regular trailer, like plow on the field, and then I see the towing some cars. And let's see what mm-hmm. else. Um, tractors. I see some. Got some. I don't know if that's um, some yarn. Not yarn. Not, but not. You know, in the fields you got cotton. Oh, that the hay, the hay thing. Oh. And then I yes. see an ad that says six thousand a week hot shot trucking. Now I kind of zoomed in on this. Like 
I might have to um, get off the podcast and go get in the hot shot, 6000 a week. <laughs> but, but if you think about it, that's a vehicle that you can easily just have in your driveway so it makes it more sensible if you don't have space yes. for an eight-wheeler or if you don't have space for, for uh, a box truck. You can buy a, a super, a, a dually, which is the one with the double tires in the back, or a super-duty one mm-hmm. of those SUVs. I drive those every day, all day, and you can do normal life and work at the same time. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I'm gl- you you mentioned something else that was key. You kind of scare me now because I'm saying to myself, does she even see my notes over here? I right. so because you mentioned something I was going to talk about. <laughs> but listen, we got to go to Great break. We'll come back. We're like. talking about you said what that Great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. That's what rich girls do. And we're not hating. Yeah. This is not a podcast just for women. We love men too. So yeah, we we love everybody. So don't just think because it's all women on here right now that we are anti men because we're definitely not about that life. All right, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about opportunities. If you listen to our show and you want to get into the trucking industry, but you don't just want to hop in that eighteen wheeler. You might not even want to drive at all, but guess what? There's hope for you, and we're giving it to you for free. Stick with us. We'll be back. If you have a business or you are seeking to start a business, please protect yourself when it comes to contracts, accidents, document review, new clients, and more. Just Life Events can assist you with getting access to quality attorneys at reduced rates for all of your business needs. We can also help with family plans, plans for truckers, large and small businesses, and so much more. Remember, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. Contact us today for a free consultation to see how we may be able to meet your legal needs. Our website is justlifeevents.org. Now, we're talking about trucking opportunities. Hey, I want to get into the trucking industry, but I have no idea what I want to do. Well, of course, as Yvette and I was just talking about, if you're looking to get in the trucking, which is the transportation industry, and you want to drive, we mentioned hot shots box trucks, semis, cargo vans, and there are so many more. And I also wanted to share this event. Um, Let's think about the transportation industry. This is a separate, that's a separate show, but we're talking about opportunity. And this is the thing, right? The world has changed so much that people have found a way to make money and turn opportunity into anything. Hey, look at the Mm -hmm. pandemic, right? The first two weeks when the pandemic happened, I think I was going through, like, what is going on again? We can't leave our house? This thing is killing people? I was going through, like, a mental disarray, like, for real, for real. And then after mm-hmm. about two weeks, I kind of snapped out of it. And um, like, all right, girl, when life gives you lemons, you got to make some freaking lemonade. And you got to make right. a lemonade stand, a lemonade factory. You just got to do something. And guess what? <laughs> now, I, let's, I, I wish I could get some hustlepreneurs on this show, right, and say, hey, how much more money have you made since the pandemic? Because I'm seeing everybody's right. got virtual classes, coaching, selling masks. But that's what life is about. Life is about creating opportunity 
anywhere that you can. You know, when you think about large trucking companies like Snyder, and I can't think of the other ones right now, but look at these different industries. They've been leading the industries for years, and I'll have some research on that on one of our future shows. However, now mom-and-pop places, mom-and-pop people at your house, you can have a trucking business, okay? So there's a lot of different opportunity when it comes to trucking. Let's say, for example, that a person says, hey, you know what? I am not interested in getting myself in a truck. I want to be in the industry but do something different. What can I do? I'm glad they asked because guess what? <laughs> you make him become a dispatcher. Hey, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I don't want to be on a 911 call. I'm not talking about 911 dispatcher. <laughs> and, you know, I say that because on Facebook there's a lot of dispatcher groups, and I was clicking on some of them to join. And I was thinking I was getting into some truck dispatching groups, but it was 911. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, no, I definitely can't deal with that. <laughs> but um, for those that's listening that may be looking for something, especially something with low startup costs, um, you may want to consider doing truck dispatching. What is that? A truck dispatcher actually coordinates and manages the schedules of truck drivers to ensure products and goods are picked up and delivered in a timely manager. So basically, you get a chance to tell truck drivers what to do and help them make some money, and you do too. Dispatchers receive calls for truck services and contact their fleet of truck drivers to arrange for pickups and deliveries. They maintain the contact with the truck drivers throughout the route. You want to make sure they get there safely. You want to make sure that they get in there on time. This is just a little bit of what dispatchers do. The Department of Labor reports that there are about 200,000 dispatchers that have that's, that's dispatching for trucks. What are your thoughts about that, Yvette? Well, you must have been reading my mind because I was just going to say, you know, for me, I think it's a natural progression for uh, any woman who's ever given birth and had to manage the kids, had to manage the soccer schedule, had to manage the, 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 the basketball, the football, all of that. You're just putting it in a different industry and getting paid for it. Absolutely. And, you know, and the funny thing, this, this is just an example of opportunity, right? When you think about opportunity, listen, this is a clue for anyone, even if you listen to our show and you're not interested in trucking. Think about nannies, right? Every business has a hundred ways you could probably literally work in that industry. Think about being mm-hmm. a nanny. A nanny comes to your house, take care of your kids. Then guess what? You got the nanny association. Hello, the person that started that. You got the nanny coach. Yep. I'm coaching you to be a nanny. Hey, I got the nanny where? I got the you, yep. it's a, you, you mentioned something about tattoos. Oh, he's tattoo, doing tattoos for trucking. Man, uh-huh. talk about <laughs> that. People you want to get. There's a lot of ways um, to be able to work together and create opportunity um, when it comes to this industry. Let's say, for example, you're a dispatcher. You dispatch for a year or two. Hey, you know what? You want to get some more dispatchers. You Actually, you want to do much more than that. You may want to go to the next opportunity as far as being a freight broker. Okay. Hey, if somebody's mm-hmm. saying, you know what? Yeah, you okay over there? You, you, you're getting a little too excited. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a little too excited. But, you know, someone says, hey, 
I want to become a freight broker. What do I do? I'm so glad that you asked. But we can't tell you until we come back from break. This is Tawanda with Chuck and Bucks. And after break, we're going to tell you a little bit about what you could do as a freight broker in the trucking business. If you're seeking a website, logo, graphic designer, virtual assistant, or maybe you're starting a business or anything when it comes to business, personal, or social needs, consider doing business with us. We are ELI Solutions. We have the solution for you. Our website is wehavethesolution.org. Hi, this is Tawanda with your TNB News for today. Question, did you know that trucking is responsible for most of the overland freight movement in the United States with the market being worth $791.7 billion U.S. dollars, according to statistics for 2019? At that time, there were over 947,000 truck drivers employed in the U.S., which is less than industry requires. Think about that. Stay tuned for more information. This is Tawanda with TNB News, where you are here here first in reference to the trucking industry. Now back to the show. All right, so basically what I was going to tell you before our break was about freight brokers, okay? So a freight broker is someone who assists shippers with freight ready to haul by finding carriers who are qualified to haul the load. Let's go back over that again. A freight broker is someone who assists shippers with freight ready to haul by finding carriers who are qualified to haul the load. They are responsible for brokering deals with shippers and then facilitating the movement of a shipper's freight. They are responsible for keeping a line of communication open with the carrier in order to update the status of the shipper's load. Freight brokers can run their own business or work for a freight broker company. They are responsible for arranging the transportation and tracking the and tracking of a load hauled by a freight carrier. They make it easier for shippers to find quality carriers that are proven to be reliable in hauling a load. All right, let me give a few a few tips and in, in, insight on this. They make it easier for shippers to find quality carriers that are proven to be reliable in hauling a load. Every business has some of the same foundational things that are extremely important. Integrity, trust, reliability, dependability, communication, negotiation, and I could go on and on and on, but I won't. <laughs> but with that being said, um, is that I want to share with you that I was in a group and there was a little bit of discussion and a teeny bit of controversy over is a freight broker and a dispatcher the same thing? And I'm saying to myself, hell if I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a guru yet. And um, and there was one young lady that is a guru in the industry, and she gave some comment and feedback on it. 
And then there was another person that actually posted a YouTube video that she actually did giving some feedback on it. And I loved it. I loved it because guess what? Documentation beats conversation. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And we want to make sure when we give information out, it's always accurate. It's good information. It is the right information. And, you know, I want to share a little bit about that because when I read that, I said, you know what? Wow. (laughs) All right, wow. So one person in the group, what she says is, uh, dispatchers don't broker loads. Dispatchers don't have the authority to get freight directly, so they don't. It's not the same. The dispatcher works as a contracted individual who gets loads to who gets dedicated lanes or contracts on behalf of a carrier by representing the carrier which means they don't get paid directly from the shipper the carrier does, and they earn a percentage of the work that they've done. Large companies call them salesmen. So I want to give a shout-out to Kiara Henderson in one of my groups, mm-hmm. uh, which is also a trucking guru, according to yeah. her Instagram. Definitely looking forward to learning more from her. And when she said that, I said, you know what, that's boss. And Another um, lady in the group posted a video that she did on YouTube, and what she shared was the history of what happened with freight brokers. And, again, I'm getting this from what she shared, and she basically talked about there was one point in time where there were freight brokers, you know, in the company, um, in the trucking business, and apparently some type of, you know, unethical stuff somebody, you know, getting money, not really paying for whatever need to happen. And basically they changed what the insurance, um, um, the secured insurance that you're supposed to get when you're a freight broker. And when they changed the amount from whatever the original amount was, I have to find the video, till about 20, 25, it was a large amount, and people really could not afford to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So then a lot of people started downsizing and becoming a freight broker. We'll talk about on one of our future shows about um, – the the change and um from dispatching to being a freight broker what the difference is and how you know you could actually um probably maybe start off if you if you knew um as as being a dispatcher and then kind of build up into freight broker however today we're talking about opportunity when it comes to trucking and this is just more examples of if you're not wanting to drive the hot shot the semi the box truck or the cargo or the sprinter van etc there's a lot of different opportunities and ways you can make money when it comes to the business we only have about five minutes left for this segment so i wanted to share a couple other opportunities and people that's making money and i'm going to name a few things and if you think of anything alexis or yvette that you want to share that i didn't mention uh, and we're talking about just a few i know there's hundreds and those that's listening Hey, tune in and let us know what those other things are. Well, there's coaching, okay? There's people that's in the trucking business, and they're coaches, and this is all they do. There's people in the trucking business that's coaches, and they've never driven a truck. They are coaches because they understand business, okay? A coach is a person that understands a certain industry, certain skills, certain talent, and they're willing to teach and train someone else to be able to do what they do or be able to understand, you know, the industry you want to get into. So in reference to trucking, like Vet said earlier, 
she's considering looking at getting a coach. Well, after all these shows we're going to be doing, you're going to be the coach of it. <laughs> um, but coaching is a great opportunity. If you want to start dispatching or you want to be able to um, get in the industry as a broker, you know, you may want to consider hiring a coach. The only thing is do your research and due diligence before you do that. Unfortunately, I've talked to several people that have said, you know, I've invested money. I spent hundreds of dollars or even thousands and I got a coach, but I really didn't get what I needed. You know, that's why a lot of times when I coach people in reference to business or passion, et cetera, I do a consultation and that's free. I want to find out if I'm a good fit for you and if you're a good fit for me. I want to find out what it is that you want. (laughs) So I can say, hey, you know what? Uh, I can't do that. That's not what I can help you with. That's out of the scope of what I do or it may be a perfect fit. And also, you may want to get in the trucking business because you do merch, okay? Maybe you want to start a clothing line for truckers, right? I got a friend that has a clothing line for nurses, people in the medical field, nurses and CNAs and stuff like that. So let's say, for example, you are a designer and you have some sexy something, um, or maybe I, I shouldn't say sexy. Maybe you have a nice shirt or some pants or a, or a headband or anything. Um, you may want to just have merch, you know, specific to truckers. That is great. I would love to partner with you if you're doing that. Also, maybe you are selling insurance, okay? Maybe you are a person that you're selling insurance and you can help do paperwork. You know, someone getting into the trucking business with getting their MC number, DOT number, and so on and so forth. You know, that may be something that you can actually be able to actually offer as well. Maybe you are, I have a a really good friend and family member that is a nurse practitioner, and she's actually DOT certified. And, um, we're going to definitely make sure that that's a great opportunity as well when it comes to getting into the trucking um, business to do that. Also, parking. I want to say that, and we're actually talking on our next segment we do, we're going to talk about safety, and um, that's going to be really, really incredible. But let's say, for example, the last thing I want to say before we end this version of our show is parking. Where do you park your truck? Unfortunately, some people have been parking him anywhere, even parking him at Walmart, which I heard in some places Walmart is not going to allow that anymore. And then, of course, there's, um, you know, parking him at truck stops and leaving them, you know, like you're, you're using it for your parking, but you're not really supposed to officially, and you come back and stuff is missing. If you have land, hello, somebody, one acre, five acres, and you can get it situated where people can park trucks on it, that's a $10,000 a month type business. Hello, someone. This is Tawanda with Trucks and Bucks. We're talking about trucks and how you can make bucks with your trucks or in the trucking business. Stay tuned with us for our next show as we're going to talk about the trucking business and safety, which we hosted by my partner and my friend, Alexis. Until the next time, remember, together we can.